From COK Studios in Peter Sagal's water closet, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider some of the critical news from the last week, including the crisis in Gaza and violence in Iraq. We'll also consider the career of musical theater star Fanny Carmichael in our Consider the Sound series. And we'll consider what puts that tangy zip in Miracle Whip. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the law firm of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, working in harmony with clients since 1969. If you can't be with the lawyer you love, love the lawyer you're with. And ZoomTripTravelBot.com, the top-rated travel website with discounts on vacation packages to Dingleberry Farms, Viagra Falls, and Lake Scrud. Tell them Peppo the Vacationing Dwarf sent you, and get a free day pass to Sploosh Mountain. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. The last week saw some very troubling news with increased violence in the Middle East, most notably in Gaza and Iraq. Even here at home, we saw bad news with more political strife in Washington and dangerous health concerns. It seemed that every story we covered last week was worse than the one before it. It absolutely did, Connor. To help lend some perspective and sort through this rash of bad news, we're now joined by a panel of our regular contributors who have been following what's been going on internationally and domestically. From our Consider Your Health series, we have our very own Alex Truman. We also have international correspondent Cordell Nutbrock and our new financial reporter, Chris Rydell. Good to see you all. Cordell, let's start with you. What item of news did you find to be the most troubling from last week? Well, Dinah, I would have to say the conflict in Gaza. Neither side seems to be willing to even consider a ceasefire at this point. It's very troubling because that region is already so unstable with what's been going on in Syria and Iraq. Israel's constant bombings of Gaza and Hamas's retaliation is really scaring me. This story is, in my opinion, the worst of the week. Okay. What about you, Chris? Well, Cordell makes a good point, but the story that got me the most worried was what happened in Iraq with the Kurds seizing two key oil fields. This ongoing conflict in Iraq has real economic implications for the U.S., because the Kurds, Sunnis, and Shiites all have different claims and agendas that could seriously undermine our oil interests in the region. For me, this story was very troubling because it has the potential to affect more than Iraq. Agreed. Alex, what story from the last week did you find to be the worst? The CDC's closure of two labs easily takes the cake as the worst story of the week. What I heard about the major blunders the CDC made with two hugely dangerous diseases, I got so upset I had to take two extra hits off my inhaler. If the people who are in charge of keeping us safe from harmful diseases and bacteria can't even keep their own lab staff safe from being exposed, we are in real danger. You all make valid points, but I feel like we've definitely missed a few. Let's not forget the House Republicans pushing ahead with a plan to sue President Obama. They're accusing him of trying to sidestep Congress and make his own laws. It's just another instance of the horribly acrimonious environment in Washington. Oh, oh yeah, 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 quite. Yikes. Oh, what about the ongoing border crisis with all the undocumented immigrants? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. That is an ugly situation as well. Let's not forget about the baby with HIV that they thought they had cured. It still has HIV. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. 
The situation in Ukraine is still a mess, too. They apparently bombed some Russian town, which made Russia threaten them with irreversible consequences. That whole thing is so ugly over there. Agreed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ugly. And rock legend Joey Ramone died last week. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was such a tragedy. Oh, oh, I've got one. Utah is trying to ban benefits for same-sex couples. Oh, nice. yeah. Oh, yes. That is bad. Oh, oh, me. Me too. What about the devastating Ebola virus outbreak in West Africa? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. We are so screwed. Well, thanks for helping us wrap up the truly awful news from the past week. We'll probably be able to do this again soon, given the state of the world. Thank you all so much. That was Alex Truman, Cordell Nutbrock, and Chris Rydell. Now we turn to our music series, Consider the Sound. Very few people have made a bigger impression on the world of musical theater than Fanny Carmichael. With a talent that rivaled the greats like Carol Channing and Liza Minnelli, Fanny Carmichael was set to become one of the all-time greats. But financial mismanagement and an addiction to prescription cough drops left her life and voice in a shambles. Now at age 67, she's making a comeback with a series of cabaret shows and a new album. I sat down with Miss Carmichael and her husband and manager, Hugh Duckworth, at their apartment in New York. Miss Carmichael, thank you so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure, darling. So, what's prompting this comeback? It was Hugh's idea. We got married last year at Six Flags over Albany. And when we were in the wedding bumper cars, he told me, Kid, I'm gonna make you a star again. That's right. She's still got it. And seven is her lucky number. That's right, sweetheart. Now, seven? So what's so special about seven? Well, Hugh is my seventh husband. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes, there was George, Hank, Huck, Richard Dreyfus, Porthos. He was French. Jerry, but that was really just a rehab fling. And now, Hugh. This one is going to last, though. We are just made for each other. I'm so happy I could burst. Oh, that's great. No, seriously, I might pull some stitches. <laughs> I asked Fanny about the health of her voice. She famously lost it on opening night of the 1987 revival of No No Nanette. That was a dark time for me. The menthol from my prescription cough drops was so strong that it shrunk my larynx down to the size of a lima bean. The doctors called it pickled larynx and said I had almost no chance of regaining my voice. She's lucky she can even talk, let alone sing. It's true. Those damn drops were almost the end of Fanny Carmichael. I'll never forgive Liza for turning me on to them. Her 45-drop-a-day habit lost Fanny her role as Nanette, and most of her money as she looked for a cure that would bring her voice back. It was awful. I could only make this low, gurgling sound, but I knew I had to keep going. Performing was my life! When I first met her, she was gurgling her way around town, looking for work. Hugh was a producer, and he took a chance on me for his new off-Broadway show, Mime. It was a completely silent show based on the life of Marcel Marceau. She was completely uninsurable, but I took a risk on her because she was such an energetic performer. 
Her minor role in Mime was the first of her collaborations with Hugh. We thought about doing a mime show starring Fanny called Anti-Mime, based on the musical Mame, but we couldn't find enough money for it. Then in 2002, I got a call from my doctor that said my larynx was starting to heal itself. So you went almost 20 years without being able to do anything but gurgle. Yes. It was a miracle! I started being able to whisper, and by 2007, I could talk normally. And now she won't shut up! Oh, you! Fanny's return to singing is not a sure thing, but she's taking it one day at a time. I still have bad days, and I have to be careful, but my voice is really very strong. I'll say it is! She's gonna blow people away! So are you nervous about this tour? A little, but there's little Fanny Carmichaels all over the world who need to know that their dreams can come true if you work hard and believe in yourself. Fanny Carmichael's new CD, Kiss My Fanny, is due out in August, and her tour, A Whole Lot of Fanny, will begin in Albany, New York, in September. That's all for this episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, check out our website, considerourknowledge.com, where you'll find more news and stories. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow, and you can subscribe to the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. She was completely uninsurable, but I took a risk on her because she had such an energetic performer. <laughs> she was. Was such an energetic performer. <laughs> okay.